fashion insider friends. What is up? This is the Fashion Crimes Podcast, where I cover all things fashion, style, shopping, style inspiration, and interview incredible small business owners who are changing the fashion industry for the better. Yes, I'm the best friend you never knew you needed and the poster child for fashion over 40. And I mean, way after 40. Say it with me. Fashion and style are your friends, not your enemies. I'm Holly Cates, your favorite personal stylist, and let's keep it real, the only Holly you need to know. Turn it up, because I got a lot to say, and I am super stoked you're here. New Year's is on Friday, and I really hope that if you're going out this year, you have something to wear, and just know, sidebar, sequins can be worn year-round and during the day. They are not just for the holidays, and if you aren't going out, I hope you have some fabulous pajamas to wear to ring in the new year. I think we're going to go out to dinner and maybe go by a friend's house, and I'm going to be sure to look fabulous. And just know, you should always look fabulous, even if your dog is the only one who sees you all day. It is the first and only cardinal rule of style and fashion, says me. Okay, so I just got back from Milan, and you already know this because you've listened to last week's episode with international personal stylist Tracy Jeske. If you did not catch that episode, no worries. Head back to episode 175 and you'll hear all about our trip. We ate, we drank, shopped, ate, drank, shopped, repeat. Shopping in Milan is very similar to New York. It has all the high-end stores with some moderate stores in between. We did go to a couple of vintage stores and resale stores as well. It's very crowded and touristy, and everything is expensive. But that did not stop me. Oh, no. No, it didn't. I know you're worried. I did not buy a ton of stuff, but what I did buy was cashmere. Italy is known for their high-end cashmere everywhere, and it is everywhere. We went to the holiday market, which, again, was very similar to New York. Food, food, food everywhere schnitzels, pretzels bigger than your head, food, tons of food. And then there were gift items, of course, in between. We went to the designer outlets, which were about 45 minutes away. Great prices on high-end designer items, very limited sizing. So if you are a plus-size person, shopping in Europe is not easy. And even if you're a regular-sized person, is shopping in Milan or Italy is not easy. Everyone's very thin and their sizing only goes up. Yay. Hi. But I worked it out, which is completely rude that they do not have extended sizing, but they don't have really any fat people in Italy. What can I say? We did have a great time there. We shopped in Milan proper and that's where I had my hair and makeup done at an Italian salon, Aldo Coppola. And I was honestly not hating that. Duh. I loved it. And I had a photo shoot and the pictures are going to come soon. I have them all. Also, we went to Lake Como and we shopped at the stores there. They have no commercial stores at all. The buildings are very preserved and historic. And they had clothing that I don't see every day. Definitely authentic Italian ladylike clothing. Very classic. Nothing trendy. Most of it cashmere, of course. 
I got a cashmere sweater and a skirt and some gloves. I mean, they have the tunic, they have pants, sweaters, capes, you name it. They, and if you can make it in cashmere, they have it. And it's all coordinating and it all goes together. In retrospect, these are pieces that I need and that will never go out of style. I can wear them for years to come. Pieces like that are for somebody who is young or somebody who is old. It's ageless. So that was a good buy and a good investment on my account. I really don't have any cashmere. I have some fakish cashmere. I mean, I shouldn't say fakish. I have some lesser priced cashmere. And if you saw that I was quoted in Birdie last week, I was interviewed about lower priced cashmere and what I thought. So make sure you go on the Fashion Crimes Podcast Instagram and look at that article about Birdie where I was talking about lower priced cashmere. Anyway, I never had any real cashmere, especially not from Italy. Also, it's tax-free. And if you jump through all their hoops, you obviously don't have to pay tax, which gives you a huge substantial discount. So snaps to Tracy Jeske, fashion bestie and fabulous friend who invited me to Milan. And like I always say, and I told her this, don't invite me because I'll come. In other fashion news, the new color of the year has been announced by Pantone, which is the company that rules pretty much every industry when it comes to color trends. Pantone sets the stage for what consumers will be looking for and more importantly, incorporate color psychology and emotion of a company's design strategy. Huh, that's not something you hear every day. Everyone who is in the business of color all wait to see what the next it color is, I'm using air quotes here, when they make their selection from Pantone. Most industries from fashion and beauty to interiors to advertising and the auto industry, they all follow the trend on some level, whether it's in their packaging or their lettering or their actual product. As Barbie Core bids its farewell, sad face, to a world of everything pink, which is my absolute favorite color, by the way, and always will be hot pink. It's fair to say that Pantone's color for this coming up year is pretty much the opposite of that. Pantone sets the stage for what you should expect to see in store windows and displays, paint colors, in exteriors, lipstick, makeup, perfume. The color of the year is something that I look forward to, so I'm not surprised when I'm shopping for others when it seems like everything is one specific color. So let's welcome Pantone color of the year, Peach Fuzz. And according to Latrice Eisman, executive director of the Pantone Color Institute, she states, and I quote, Peach Fuzz captures our desire to nurture ourselves and others. It's a velvety, gentle peach tone whose all-embracing spirit enriches mind, body, and soul, unquote. And it's exactly what you think it is. 1980s, Miami Vice, your parents' basement in Florida, your best friend's bedspread in high school, light peach. Now, instead of making fun of it like I just did, let's think about ways that we can embrace it, make peace with it, and make it look modern and chic. Now, I know all of you fair-skinned people out there that are thinking, well, that's a wrap for me. There's no way I can wear peach, which might not necessarily be true. 
Let's break it down into categories on how we could use this color to enhance our wardrobes and give a nod to the trend without compromising our own personal style or feeling like you're taking this huge fashion risk that doesn't really make sense for you. As I, myself, am learning more about color, it's interesting that the different tones of a certain color can look different on people with different complexions. Naturally, I would assume the color peach fuzz would look best on people with darker skin for sure. People with more melanin in their skin. If you are interested in this color and you are super fair-skinned, or like my friend Laura, who likes to say she's so white you can see through her (laughs) because she's super fair and she's allergic to the sun, not really, but she will not do well if she's in the sun for a long time, then here's a hot tip. Hot tip. You don't have to wear the color next to your face. Huh, what does that mean? You can accessorize with it using a bag, a skirt, a pant, shorts, evening bag, shoes, accessories, like a belt or a glove or even jewelry, perhaps. Lucky for you, there are some suggestions on your Pinterest board this week of things that I thought could work for you to incorporate into your wardrobe if you so choose. There's so many cute things that I liked. For example, there's quite a few bags in peach this season and blazers. And I was really surprised at the really cute peach fuzz colored blazers that I found. Since we don't shop for color, I'll say that again. Since we don't shop for color, we shop for fit. And you do because that's what we do here on the Fashion Crimes Podcast. We shop for fit. This isn't something that I normally would look for. But now I can officially say that I'm into it. I found some things that I'm going to go try. And just to be clear, you don't have to get the exact color peach as the peach fuzz color of the year. You could do a nod to that by getting something in the peach color family. Or you could even do a darker peach or even an orange or a lighter orange if you want to. The color of the year is something that you can certainly try However, it's not the end-all, be-all, like you're going to explode or be off-trend if you don't try it. It is a sign to try something out of your comfort zone, for sure, but it's not like you're not going to be like up-to-date on the trends next season if you don't try it, duh, because I'm totally going to tell you what the trends are for spring. It's just only if you are feeling like this is something you are inclined to do and you want to do something different. Also know this, if you do give this a whirl, make sure the fabric is substantial enough to give you the support and the coverage you need and it's not see-through. Hot tip, lighter pastel colors, especially whites and creams can be see-through or non-forgiving. Be careful if you buy something online and you don't see it in person. Just FYI. You can also try this, say, in a bathing suit if you would like to. I think that's a good idea or a cover-up, as that would be a great way to try to see if you like the color in general and you're not committed to something super expensive or risky. And speaking of color, we have a fashion bestie listener question slash comment about color, hair color to be exact. And I promised her that I would address it here. Hi, Kira. Kira says, I personally don't color my hair. However, I have noticed women of a certain age, including friends of mine and my late mom, 
who continue to dye their hair an intense dark color that I imagine what's close to their hair color when they were younger. They don't evolve it as they get older to a shade that's more flattering to their evolving skin coloring. I'm a color consultant myself for homes, and I find it so visually unsettling when I see these clashing hair and skin colors. A lot of celebrity women seem to go blonde as they get older, and I don't think that's necessarily the way to go for everyone. What are the alternatives to blonde and other dark-haired women? Kira, I have two opposing sides to answer this question for you. If you are a person who does not color their hair, then you do not under any circumstances understand or feel the struggle for those of us that do color our hair. I keep my hairstylist in business. I get my hair colored so much. That's how terrible my gray is. It is not okay how gray my hair is getting with age. I refuse, will not ever on this planet in this lifetime go gray. Not going to do it. I will be dead. I will be before I stop coloring my hair. The reason why I color my hair is because I have the right person who understands what my hair color should be specifically. Now, understand, I have not always had the right person. Believe me, I have not. When we met, I'm sure she thought my hair color was whack when I first started seeing her. And guess what? She set me straight. I will also say that I do not, under any circumstances, tell her what to do. That's why I'm one of her favorite clients. And she continues to tell me that all the time. She just does it. I have no idea what my hair color should be because guess what? I don't do that for a living. I don't know. She does this. That's what she knows best. And I will never question that. I trust her immensely and I will always trust her judgment. I might tell her what I'm thinking and she'll always guide me the right way. So if you're out there not coloring your hair because you've got great genetics and you don't have to worry about it or you choose not to color your hair, let's just say I'm 80% happy for you and you cannot relate to those of us who are trying to keep the gray out. So that's my first take on this question. So I'm sort of sticking up for people who are trying to keep the gray out because even if it's off a shade or two, it will lighten up. But if you don't dye your hair, girl, you don't know. Okay? You don't know. It's like people that don't do Botox. If you don't do Botox, then you either don't want to do it, fair, or you have such great genetics, you don't have to do it. I don't know what that's like. So I am going to be 80% happy for somebody who does not have to do Botox. Okay? Because if I don't do it, it's not okay. Just saying. I don't do it that much, but I, when I do do it, it makes a big difference. But that's another subject for another time. On the flip side of this question, if you are seeing someone whose hair color is indeed whack, it's too dark, like crazy Morticia Adams dark, it, or it's blue or hot pink or green or rainbow or some crazy off the charts color. All this means is that they do not have a good hairstylist, which is a fashion crime. Also, 
not coloring your hair when you need to do it because you're in denial is also a fashion crime. It's just fact. Also, I will not apologize to anyone who has what I like to call bold hair. It's just what I think. If it gives you life and it makes you happy to have green hair, then it doesn't matter what I think. But since someone is indeed asking me what I think, I think older women with colored hair of any said color of the rainbow, okay, is not a good look. I've talked people off the ledge before because there's very few people who can pull off a very unique color that's untraditional. Also, you have to have an absolute smoking ass sense of style to support very edgy hair like that. If you're 50 years old and you have blue hair, turquoise blue hair, then you're the mom with the blue hair. If you have green hair and you've had that your whole life, you're actually damaging your hair and the texture when you strip your natural color to change it to some bold hair color. And it's the same for people who bleach their hair blonde or doing any sort of stripping of color. When you strip the color away, you weaken the hair follicle. When you add color or enrich it, you make it healthier. Now, if someone's hair is just too dark, yes, that means their hairstylist is not that good because it should be dark, but it shouldn't be so dark. It's like blinding you, right? If you are young and hip, it's fine if you want to have a very strange color or rainbow hair or whatever, but it is not our age group and not in this phase of our lives. I do agree that blonde is definitely not the way to go for most people, actually, because I think that ages you too. I think when you lighten your hair, you are aging yourself. If you're dyeing your hair blonde and you're really brunette, you can do that for fun. You can do it for a period of time, but you should definitely go back to your natural color. I am a dark brunette with gray. Okay, let's keep it real. And I keep my hair my natural color. I haven't always, believe me, if you look at pictures of me, but I have come back around. Look, I have this conversation all of the time with people. People ask me about hair and makeup. Now, of course, I'm not a hairstylist, but I can guide you in the right direction. It is very difficult for a stylist to guide someone who does not want to change or be guided. With that being said, it's not an easy job. I know what kind of hairstylist I would be, one that would be in, definitely an acquired taste because I don't know how to not say how I feel. Just saying. But not everybody can do that. With clothes, it's different. I can say no, that doesn't look good on you, it's not flattering, etc. But it's not as easy for people styling hair. Just keep that in mind. I think older women are so used to seeing themselves with one specific hair color that they are afraid or resistant to change. I will say this is just a general suggestion. Don't ever, ever, okay, if you are going to color your hair, try to skimp or cut corners with the process of coloring your hair. And what that means is don't ever do it yourself, ever. Don't get your best friend to do it. 
or try to get the best deal that you can find or find a fucking group on. Coloring hair is an art and it takes skill and training. You get what you pay for. So when you go to the salon and it's X dollars for a senior stylist and it's X amount of dollars for somebody who's just starting out, there's a reason for that. There's a reason for that because these people can charge a lot of money because they have more experience and they're better at it. I get compliments on my hair color all the time. And believe me, that's just because I've gone back dark. And honestly, it's because it's correct. I've had my hair lighter for a while. And when she told me, girl, that shit's tired, it's time to go dark, I was like, great, do it. Jonathan was like, wow, I really like it. It makes you look younger. I was like, well, how long you been sitting on that one? So my recommendation is just stick to your natural color. The upkeep is less. That's what I can't stand is the fucking upkeep. Going every time you get highlights, lowlights, all that shit, you got to keep it up, keep it up. It's just a lot of money. But when you have your natural color or something close to it, the upkeep is not as much unless you want to cover the gray like me. And I got a lot of upkeep. However, if you want to do something different, try a different hairstyle. Now, I have cut all my hair off before. I loved it. I thought it was great. It was so easy. I felt very chic. But trying to grow it back out is a bitch, okay? I had a pixie cut, and growing that back out is not fun. So I don't know if I would do that again, but I did need a change, so I cut all my hair off. Now, that's just me, okay? But it doesn't mean that you cannot try a different style. Your hair is part of your style and part of your image, and it has to evolve to keep up with the rest of your style. For more hair questions, hit me up and I'll answer them for you on air because I love you and I want you to know everything about fashion and style so you can make the best decisions for you. The choice is ultimately yours with my loud ass in your ear, okay? So keep the questions coming. I know that was a very long-winded answer, but if you see someone's hair of an older person and it's too dark, I get it. It's too dark. It'll probably lighten up. But When should you let your hair go gray? When should you stop coloring your hair? That's an interesting question, too. I don't know. I can't answer that. My mother is 81. She still colors her hair, but it looks natural. It doesn't look too dark. But if you're in the business of color and you see something that's like, ugh, you know, when you walk in someone's house and their paint colors are wrong or they don't go or they're jarring or it's like agitating, I get it. It's the same thing when I see people who are dressing under their potential. That was such a nice way of me to put that, wasn't it? When they're not dressing up to their potential, it's like hurts my heart. It hurts my heart because they either are unaware or they don't have anybody telling them the truth. And that's a tough spot to be in. Not everybody wants to say, hey, this doesn't look as good as you on you as you think it does. But That's my job. I enjoy doing that. And I have a certain way to say that to people without them getting their feelings hurt or feeling defensive. So leave it to the experts is what I like to say. And if you have a friend with a whack hair color, you should probably tell them in a nice way. I had another client a long time ago and her hair was blue and she had let it go so long it looked gray. And so it was like a turquoise slate blue. And I just said, it's aging you. It's aging you so bad because 
you think you're hip enough to have blue hair, but you're not keeping it up. And it's not a good look because now you're the mom with the blue hair. My other friend had blue hair and I talked her out of that too. And it just looked terrible. Do not dye your hair a color unless it's in the brown family, in the lighter browns, red, whatever color your hair is. Don't do a crazy off the wall color. Thank you for that question. And speaking of listener questions, I had another question that I wanted to say for this episode that I'm going to address here and right now. Now, I'm a little embarrassed because I tried to find out who wrote this to me and I can't find their name. But this question has been on my mind and I wanted to address it. I got a message from a fashion bestie somewhere out there in the world. I hope you're listening. And I apologize for not finding your name, but I do hope you are listening. They wrote to me and they asked me about clothing rental companies and which ones do I prefer? Or could I recommend one to her? And I specifically said, I do not have one to recommend because I don't believe in using those types of services. And I wanted to come on here on the air and explain why. I know a lot of people who use companies like these every day, all the time, billions of dollars spent on clothing that you have to give it back. Yes, I know you can keep it if you want to, but that's besides the point. Using clothing rental companies for everyday use seems like a good idea, but it's really just putting a Band-Aid on your style and hoping that something sticks. Does this work for some? Sure. Yes, I know it does. But you cannot get around finding the right clothes and designers or brands that fit your body type the best. What you're actually doing is limiting the pool you are choosing from because you think it's easier. You absolutely cannot answer 10 questions and then have a robot send you a box of clothes. You will never learn what you need, evolve your style, or learn how to shop for yourself if you don't shop for real in a store and try on clothes. You will run into the same issues over and over again. If you don't believe me, then keep doing it and you'll keep having these issues. You're going to have nothing to wear and you will have to comb through the websites, picking and picking and ordering 30 dresses and then sending them all back because you don't like anything. It is so much extra work. You think it's easier, but it's not. In the long run, it's actually more work, more money, and you have nothing to show for it. On the flip side of this, yes, it's very sustainable. And it's a great way to keep your wardrobe rotating. Yes, 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 yes. If you've got it down to a science, great. But it doesn't mean you never have to shop for real again, like ever in your life. Keep that in mind. Do you have a style or a fashion question you would like me to answer on air? If yes, you know how to hit me up, Holly at Fashion Crimes Podcast or Holly at Holly Kate Styling, or hit me up on Instagram on the Fashion Crimes Podcast page or the Holly Kate Styling page. Thank you so much for listening and merry, merriest of Christmases to all of those who celebrate. I hope you get everything you wanted and you got some new clothes and or accessories that you can model for me and send me pictures so I can see. Write to me and give me some feedback. Let me know what you guys want to hear. And I will totally give you a special shout out and answer your inquiry just as fast as I possibly humanly can. All I ask for in return is for you to please share this podcast, leave me a review on Apple Podcasts, follow and engage with us on social media. And you know what? There's still a lot of copies of my book 
for sale on Amazon. Stop making these fashion mistakes. It is truly the gift that keeps on giving just like me. I'm Holly Cates, your favorite personal stylist. And as always, the only Holly you need to know. I want to hear from you. Hit me up. Have a fashionable, fabulous New Year's Eve and week. I want to see pictures of what y'all are wearing. I'm going to be posting my pictures. Call me. Send me smoke signals. Don't forget about me. Leave me a review. And just say hi. I'd really appreciate it. Happy, happy New Year and happy holidays to all of you fashion besties. Bye.